Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. That's a wrap. Yo, that's a wrap. It was an amazing experience. Hope everybody enjoyed it. Hope you got some laughs and good entertainment. This is Warriors Wrap-Up on 95.7 The Game. Thompson waiting. 3.50 to go in the game. Pulls up. Let's it fly. Three ball for Clay. Wow. That was deep. That was way out there by the logo. McCollum never expected him to fire from that far away. Yeah, big three there from Clay Thompson and one of a few big threes for the Warriors down the stretch in this one as they again rally after a poor start and they come back and they beat New Orleans 108-99 to sweep the five-game homestand. We welcome you inside Warriors wrap-up here on 95.7 The Game. It's John Dickinson with you on a Friday night and a feel-good Friday night for the Golden State Warriors and for Warrior fans leaving Chase Center as we speak as the Warriors have Climbed all the way back up to the fifth spot in the Western Conference, and uh, they are now 34 and 30 on the season. 18 games to go, and Steph Curry's return is on the horizon uh, as the Warriors. Uh, a lot of different contributions from a lot of different players tonight, uh, all adding up to this win over the Pelicans. 888-957-9570, That is the phone number to give me a call or shoot me a text here on Warriors Wrap-Up tonight on 95.7 The Game. So mentioned the slow start, another one for the Warriors in this one, trailing 35-21 after one. And there were many points tonight where I wondered if the Warriors were going to have enough in the tank, enough energy, enough legs on the second of a back-to-back, but also the sixth game in nine nights to finish this game off even after they rallied with a 33-22 second quarter and had a nice third quarter at 28-21 to move from 14 down to up by four going to the fourth quarter. And so the Warriors, though, looked a little tired-legged, I think, at at different points tonight. Some of the veteran players uh, looking a, a little bit gassed. I think Draymond Green you can probably put in that category as well. Uh, Draymond winds up fouling out of tonight's game. He was uh, frustrated, I think, not really putting an imprint on the game in as many ways as you typically see Draymond do it. But there was just enough from a lot of others. And then Clay Thompson, who didn't look like the back-to-back, now the third back-to-back 
that Clay Thompson has played here in the last two and a half weeks, the final two games before the All-Star break, and then Clay plays the first two games right out of the All-Star break, uh, back-to-back with the, the Laker game and the first game of this homestand a week ago tonight, and then Clay again playing in a back-to-back last night and tonight, and he looked fresh. He looked like he had a lot in the tank uh, including that big three that we played here uh, coming out of the open. Great game to cap a great homestand for Jonathan Kaminga. And there's a couple of players I, I wanted to hone in on here as the Warriors get this win and Steph Curry's reported return now on the horizon, likely to be barring some kind of a setback Sunday afternoon in the game down in Los Angeles against the Lakers. But the 14-12 and 12 without Steph – now to where the Warriors are two games over without Steph and two games over with Steph, but but to focus on how the Warriors have been able to stay afloat and seven and four in this last stretch after it it started kind of clunky two and four uh, coming home a week ago tonight, but the Warriors wind up winning the five consecutive games to make it a seven and four through this stretch uh, without Steph uh, seven and eight in other games this season without Steph, but there's two players I feel like. Uh, on through this particular stretch that stepped up in a big-time way and stepped up in a big-time way on the homestand. And it's Jonathan Kaminga is, is the first player that I, I think needs to be singled out. And, and Kaminga was playing really well coming into this game tonight, and then he had maybe his best game of the homestand in this game tonight. Uh, when you look at, at his 19 points, his energy, he's finishing around the basket, he's dunking the ball, he's rebounding, had four steals tonight uh, and a block. And uh, you look at Kaminga coming in, and this was before the game tonight. Kaminga averaging a little under 14 in the first four games of the homestand, the 19 points tonight, shooting 56.4% on the homestand, 9 of 13 tonight with a bunch of it in the paint and around the basket and, and part of of many second-chance opportunities for the Warriors uh, in this game. 16-4, to the advantage in a game the Warriors won by nine, uh, the advantage that they had on, on second-chance points. It was a, a bench point advantage for the Warriors tonight to the tune of 46-29, to which uh, allowed the Warriors to win this game uh, and win it uh, in the fashion that they did in, in come-from-behind fashion. But, yeah, you look at Kaminga, he shot the three well on the homestand tonight. Uh, one of two hit the one corner three, but the rebounds have been ahead of, of his uh, season average and the rebounds tonight ahead of even the high averages on the homestand. And, and Kaminga keeping the ball moving. Didn't have an assist tonight, but for the most part he's been keeping the ball moving and uh, playing uh, 26 minutes a game in the prior four, plays 32 minutes. And, you know, I think this is the way you kind of draw it up with Kaminga. You're hoping that he can be the kind of player, when the Warriors are shorthanded, that can step in and, because he's a younger player, be able to absorb some minutes and push this team through, this veteran-laden team, to the finish line in some of these games or push them back into uh, the game. Uh, from down, and you know he did that uh, in the game tonight. He was a game high, plus 13 tonight. So Dante DiVincenzo over the course of two nights and Jonathan Kaminga, team high and game high, 
plus-minus contributors for the Warriors in two of their biggest wins of the season, and they're all big at this point for Golden State now with just the, the 18 games to go. So 888-957-9570, 888-957-9570. That is the phone number to participate in the program. How you feeling about the Warriors now with 18 to go, with Steph's return on the horizon, we'll see about Andrew Wiggins beyond that, and of course Gary Payton the second. Uh, Warriors fans are hoping we'll be back in the fold here at some point between now and the finish line, which is inching closer to about five weeks, about five weeks and a couple of days uh, away. Actually, I think five weeks from Sunday uh, is the end of the regular season. And how are you feeling more specifically about the ability for what the Warriors have done on this homestand to translate on the road and of the final 18 for the Warriors, 11 of them are going to be on the road. So 11 road, 7 home, 8 of the next 10 for the Warriors are on the road. They go and they play the Lakers on Sunday, then OKC and Memphis. They come back for the next two home games a week from tomorrow and a week from Monday are Milwaukee and Phoenix. Those are as big a two home games as there can be on the schedule and uh, so the Warriors are going to have their work cut out in those two and then it's right back on the road for the Clippers it's right back on the road for Atlanta the lone eastern opponent the Warriors still have to face out on the road and then after that it's Memphis again and then Houston and Dallas before the Warriors come back and play Philadelphia so the next three home games are Milwaukee Phoenix and Philadelphia two of the top three teams in the Eastern Conference, and the Suns, who just acquired Kevin Durant, and he's been playing. And the Suns are playing well even before Kevin Durant was into the fold. Uh, He's been in the fold these last two games, and the Suns have made light work of Charlotte and Chicago on an Eastern road trip for Phoenix. And so uh, will that finally be the, the opportunity for Durant to play in Chase Center and back in the Bay Area with the fans in attendance. That, believe it or not, something that still has not happened to this point. Uh, he has been injured and or it was during the pandemic stages of uh, things where fans were not quite yet allowed back in buildings or at least back in buildings in the Bay Area. So 888-957-9570, 888-957-9570. How confident are you that this is a legitimate turning point, that the Warriors' momentum is true compared to the other times where they've been able to come up with this momentum and then it stalls out? And Steph being back, uh, also, you know, do you allow for an adjustment period? Not for Steph's game, but for the others who have to play a certain way around Steph, that there is more freedom to play when Steph isn't in the lineup. It, again, it's never about Steph. It's not, are the Warriors better, worse? When it, that, that's all foolishness. So I'm not having that conversation. But the reality for the Warriors is the others, in particular the role players, have to play differently and fit in when Steph Curry is back in the fold. And and I think, you know, DiVincenzo and, and Kaminga are two players, and I think Kaminga's role gets lessened a little bit more when Wiggins comes back, whenever that eventually happens. And there is fewer opportunities for 
some of the younger players, but I think Kaminga's the specific one to be able to know he's going to get a lot of minutes, know he can make mistakes, and know he's still going to be out there. DiVincenzo's a little bit of a different category. The Warriors have really leaned on DiVincenzo a lot when Curry's been out. They've leaned on him even more when Wiggins has been out. And he just doesn't get as much opportunity to play. I, and I think that the, the DiVincenzo is going to have to play a lot, even if it means he potentially takes some minutes away at the three from from maybe Anthony Lamb uh, with Curry back in the fold. I, I think he's going to have to get more minutes uh, here down the stretch, and they're going to have to carve out a little bit of a different role for DiVincenzo than the one they've had when the Warriors have been closer to hole and when they've had Steph uh, in in the lineup. There's the adjustment for everybody around Steph, which I think is is more significant than the adjustment of Steph and him coming back and what he obviously brings to the table as uh, one of the all-time greats and a champion and an MVP and a finals MVP and, and, and all of those deserved accolades that bestow uh, Steph Curry as he prepares to to return here uh, to the Warriors. So how confident are you that this is more of a true turning point and how confident are you that they can carry this out onto the road where it has just been the complete opposite now and and the true test for the Warriors I believe is going to be in these remaining 11 road games now as they are 27 and 7 at home. 7-23 and 23 on the road, and again, 8 of the next 10 away from Chase Center as the Warriors uh, look to finish strong and to this point with the rest of the Western Conference kind of disintegrating beneath them a little bit. This five-game streak has allowed the Warriors to go from 10th up to 5th, and they trail the Suns by a game. And the Suns, I think, are going to win a lot of games down the stretch. Both teams have 18 to go. If Durant and Booker and everybody among their main guys are, are healthy, I, I could see the Suns over their last 18 going 14 and four, 15 and three, something like that. And so I, I think it's going to be tough for the Warriors to catch the Suns. Sacramento continues to win. They have won five straight, just as the Warriors have won five straight. They won again tonight in Sacramento in truly Kings fashion tonight. They blew a lead late and then got a turnover when the Clippers were going to foul down one in the closing 15-20 seconds and then ended up winning the game. Damanis Sabonis got fouled, went to the free throw line. I think the Kings made 25 out of 25 free throws, something like that tonight, and they needed every single one of them because they beat the Clippers tonight by a point. Uh, So they win in double overtime against the the Clippers a week ago tonight, and then they win by a point in basically the opposite game. They led most of that game tonight, blew the lead, but then hung on and won. Last week in L.A., the Clippers led most of the night, blew the lead, went back and forth into multiple overtimes, and the Kings prevailed in that one. What I'm getting at as far as the Kings go, Warriors four back of Sacramento, five in the loss column. They still play head-to-head coming up five weeks from tonight, the second-to-last game of the regular season in Sacramento. But the four-game difference, I think, with the level that the Kings are playing at now, 12 games over 500, they're at their high watermark for the season. I think it's going to be tough for the for the the Warriors to catch the Kings, uh, and the Kings now are closer to to Memphis than they are even to Phoenix uh, at at three versus four here uh, in in the Western Conference. So eight at eight nine five seven nine five seven zero. Let's get it going on the phone lines, and uh, let's go to Filmo Mike. 
What's going on, Filmo? Good to good to see you the other night, my man. There's been so many games, I can't remember which game it was, but but good to see you, my friend. How you doing? Oh, I'm good, man. It was great seeing you. You feel me? I had to utilize my little plug. You feel me? My media pass. And I told the dude that was next to him, like, man, I'm not a, I'm a, I'm a, I work at a music radio station, bro. So I, it's not like I'm a fan. <laughs> so don't don't be looking at me all funny because I'm cheering. But anyway, though, Kaminga, I love to see his uh his progression. I need Moody to step it up a little. Steinies pointed this out to me two, three months ago. Moody just be out there. He needs to start being a little bit more aggressive, showing that he can really play and showing that he got what it takes. You let Ty, uh, uh, Jerome Tyler go out there and do what he do. Moody, you could do the same thing. Uh, they looking good. Divin, uh, DiVincenzo, uh, he's he not going to be around next year, man. He's way too solid, way too good. I think they got him for like four, five million. We we could say goodbye to him. So hopefully we could pull something out, you know what I'm saying, and make a nice run for the uh, for, for, for that trophy. Appreciate the call, Mike. Yeah, I don't think it's going to happen for Moses yes. Moody this season. We'll we'll see about we'll see about next season and and moving forward and the like. But I I think the Warriors have to like the fact that Kaminga has has shown that he can be a legitimate rotation factor potentially in the playoffs. And he had a terrific homestand. He really did. I I think his most impactful five game stretch of the entire season, and it came at a time where the Warriors absolutely had to have it. And and so I think, you know, major hat tip uh, to Jonathan Kaminga for what he was able to do uh, in not only tonight's game, but throughout the uh, entirety of the homestand. 888-957-9570, 888-957-9570. It's John Dickinson here on Warriors Wrap-Up on 95.7 The Game as uh, the Warriors get the win over the Pelicans. 108. 108- Eight to ninety-nine is the final. As uh, the Warriors uh, now thirty-four and thirty uh, on the season, with eighteen games to go, and uh, the Warriors going to be on the road here for the next three as they take on the Lakers, OKC, and Memphis on the road before coming back home to face the Bucks and the Suns beginning a week from tomorrow. Let's go to Brett on the phones next here on Warriors Wrap Up. Brett's in San Francisco on ninety-five-seven. The game. Hey, Brett. Hey, what's going on, man? Yeah, I just want to say it's just amazing what a what a week can do and kind of the difference, the mindset that I have, at least. I know a lot of other Warriors fans, too. Because a week ago, I felt a little bit down. I was starting to kind of buy into the whole we might be dead in the water type of vibe. But now I'm feeling pretty good. And honestly, compared to this time last year, I might feel better about this team right now than last year. So feeling good. Yeah, appreciate the call. It's, it's funny. Last year... At this time, the Warriors were dealing with injuries. Steph was going to be out and Draymond was out, but they had already shown you the kind of team that they can be because they were 41-13 and 13, and it played a good chunk of that year without Klay Thompson. So it, it really has kind of flipped a little bit when you look at, at the fact that I, I'd still rather take what they had built up last year because they showed with all the dudes that they had that they could be a high level, you know, one seed, if not a one seed, a two seed. Once they had the injuries and Memphis got hot, they ended up being the three seed. But I I think, you know, I I probably would still take last year over this year and doing it that way where you show over 55 games that you are a legitimate true contender. Uh, But the Warriors, one thing where it's absolutely similar to last year is the fact that 
the Warriors have the potential to be getting healthy going into the playoffs. And with Steph coming back, Wiggins obviously from the personal issue, and then we'll see about Kevon Looney. Uh, I'm sorry, we'll see about uh, Gary Payton II, rather. Uh, Kevon Looney's always available. Uh, we'll see about Gary Payton II and whether he can be a factor for the Warriors uh, moving forward at the end of the year. And the Warriors got everybody back, and we knew what they could do because we knew what they could do when they had everybody from earlier on in the season. The difference this year is the fact that this team really hasn't shown what they can do. They've just done enough to this point to stay afloat and to hang in the race. And I think in some ways they're fortunate the West is so mediocre where 34-30 and 30 is good enough to be a game out of fourth and, and sole possession of fifth. But forget about that. You know, if if the Warriors are the fifth best team going, you know, record wise going in, or the fourth best team record wise going in, but they're completely whole and they're still above. You know, you're probably gonna have to beat Denver or Phoenix anyway at some point, Memphis anyway at some point in a playoff series. So at that point, you throw the records out. What I needed to see from this Warriors team, though, was an ability to put together some kind of a streak to where they played somewhat close to the level that they were at last year and now they got to do it a little bit more on the road and now they've got to do it a little bit more uh, once they get Steph back into the fold and and Wiggins and everybody because they really as crazy as it sounds they've showed the ability to get on a little bit of a run here the last week without Steph and without Wiggins and the team with Steph and Wiggins and with everybody in their new roles dropping down a peg with Wiggins coming back and assuming his role and Curry coming back and assuming his role and Clay, who's been able to be elite dog number one type scorer here for the last month, now going back into his role uh, a little bit. Uh, you know, it, it does change things, and I do think it, it means that this Warriors team is going to have to, to reestablish. You know, DiVincenzo's got to reestablish. Kaminga's got to reestablish. And I think collectively they have to reestablish a, a, a defensive identity, the offensive identity with players trying to fit their game in that box of being productive with fewer opportunities. And I think, you know, Kaminga and DiVincenzo are the two players who I think have made the most of this opportunity with Wiggins and Curry out to be able to show that they can be big-time contributors. And DiVincenzo's really done it all year, but especially when Curry and Wiggins have been out, can you get the similar impact? In ter- It's not numbers, but it's impact with fewer minutes on the floor because they're just plain and simple are going to be fewer minutes on the floor per- for both of them as this team gets uh, a little bit healthier. 888-957-9570, 957 uh, Xfinity Mobile text line is open here on 95.7 The Game. We have also got the secret sauce of the game, which is coming up here in just a moment. Uh, but let's get to Eddie in Richmond next on the phone lines here on a Friday night on 95.7 The Game. What's going on, Eddie? Hey, what's going on, J.D.? Hey, man, I love the five-game winning streak. But my concern is that the, the confines of Chase is getting them comfortable is that to be a championship team, it's like they're coming back, which is great. You see the medal and the grit of making the adjustments, whether it's second quarter or that, you know, notorious, you know, uh, third quarter that we're used to. But it's kind of tough to see them being down double digits every single game. It's great to see the comeback, but I don't know if are, are we able to put this on the road because when you look at 
whether it's Memphis or Denver or even Phoenix, are we able? Are we able going to be able to do that? Are we going to rest on? Oh yes, the big three have always won one game on the road, right? On on the playoff series, we really haven't seen them kind of turn it on when they need to turn it on. It's great to see that little kind of switch turned on, but I'd love to see more consistency where at least we're we're competitive, where we're not down double digits, where uh, you know, where you know, I think we're playing against the middle of the pack, where you know, that's that's where we're we're winning. But I'd love to see when we get into the upper echelon because you see how Denver just clobbered Memphis and, and turned it on there when they were down. Um, can we do that on the road as well with these teams a little bit bigger, a little bit longer, a little bit younger? So just love to get your thoughts on that, man. Appreciate the, appreciate the time, and uh, go Dubs. Yeah, appreciate it, uh, Eddie. 888-957-9570. I think that's where the Warriors getting their a couple of starters back into the fold becomes the key. Because I, I think what happened on this homestand a little bit is the Warriors would come back in these games, and the next night there would almost be a little bit of a let-up at the beginning, almost like they felt like they could coast. Like the biggest thing, and, and this brings us to the, the, the secret sauce of the game, why did the Warriors win or lose? Tonight it's a win. What was the deciding factor? Uh, secret sauce of the game brought to you by Proposition Chicken. And the secret sauce, I think, not only tonight but but on the homestand, has been the Warriors' defense, number one, but how hard the Warriors played. And we saw them have to get down in a couple of these games for them to come back, but it really reminded me of that holiday homestand where the Warriors were able to come back and win games and, and just grind and grit and, and have some gutsy wins. There were gutsy wins. Tonight was a gutsy win on the second of a back-to-back. The game last night was a gutsy win to come back from down double digits against the Clippers and blow the doors off in the in the third quarter. It's defense, and the Warriors have played excellent defense. Another night for the Warriors uh, where defense is excellent, coming off a night where uh, they you know, give up, what, 91 uh, go, going back here, and and then they give up 99 in, in the game tonight. So impressive, impressive stuff. 115 to 91 last night, and then you look at tonight, they give up 99. And so the Warriors' uh, defense has just been tremendous over the course of this homestand. But you play great defense because you have effort to play great defense. And that's something that I think the Warriors would have a little bit of a, oh, we can go through the motions tonight because we're able to, because they won, or, or this team. And this team, as they're currently constituted, without Steph and without Wiggins, they're not good enough to just show up and win against anybody. Not against the Clippers, not against this team tonight in uh, New Orleans, not against Minnesota, not against Portland, not against anybody, really, other than maybe Houston a week ago, and they kind of did go through the motions in that game and and still were able to to slog it out and win it. But you got to bring the intensity and bring the fire. And, And the Warriors, it took them a minute to get it rolling, and and those are the things that can get you beat. Uh, but it's got to take the same thing on the road with Steph and Wiggins, the same energy that they showed in three quarters out of four in a lot of these games on the homestand. It's got to be four out of four, and you got to get Curry back, and you got to get Wiggins back. The desire has to be there. The desire was there tonight, and that was the secret sauce of the game, brought to you by Proposition Chicken, fried, flipped, fake, this chicken goes three ways, now available in eight Bay Area locations, with the newest one being in Novato. 
The secret sauce of the game here tonight is uh, brought to you by Proposition Chicken. 888-957-9570, 888-957-9570. It's John Dickinson on Warriors Wrap-Up on 95.7 The Game. We're going to hear from Steve Kerr. We're going to hear from Clay Thompson. Uh, But we're going to pause here first. We'll pause here. We'll come back. Still got a couple of phone lines open. 888-957-9570. It's Warriors Wrap-Up. As the Warriors get the win over the Pelicans, 108-99. And you heard it right here on 95.7 The Game. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast all lowercase go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash odyssey podcast marshall puts it on the deck drives in and swatted away by jermichael green knocked out of bounds that was detected inspected and rejected now back to Warriors Wrap-Up on 95.7 The Game. That was a good Jermichael Green game tonight. Should have probably mentioned him uh, prior to 10.45 on a Friday night. As uh, Warrior fans feeling good, Dubs beat the Pels 108-99. John Dickinson back inside Chase Center as the Warriors have won five in a row. 888-957-9570. We'll see if they can take it out on the road beginning Sunday afternoon down in Los Angeles uh, against the Lakers as the Warriors playing their third consecutive road game in L.A. down at the Crypt as uh, they played their first game out of the break against the Lakers going back a week ago last night and then their last game before the break was against the Clippers down in Southern California. So three straight road games for the Dubs in L.A. and that is when they will be up next here 
uh, on 95.7 The Game on Sunday morning for Warriors Live and the tip-off for that one at uh, 12.30. But a good Jamichael Green game tonight, impactful after the Warriors got down 35-21 in the first quarter. 11 points and five boards with that block that we just played coming back here in the first half. He finished with 14 and 6 and a couple of blocks for Jamichael Green. And uh, he is not somebody that necessarily is going to play every single night, but he got an opportunity tonight, and the Warriors don't win tonight if it's not for Jamichael Green's contribution in moments where it looked like he was – he was kind of the offense in the first uh, you know, half of this game for extended stretches of, of time and, and really helped, again, the Warriors kind of hang around uh, in this game to where they could get back in it uh, over the course of the beginning of that, that second quarter. But, uh, yeah, big Jamichael Green night. Again, I don't think he's necessarily always going to be in a playoff rotation, but there's certain matchups, and, and I think center insurance is probably what he provides uh, at the highest level, and, and he was able to, to get out there tonight. And uh, Draymond was in foul trouble throughout the course of this game, ended up fouling out. Looney was in foul trouble at, at different points. DiVincenzo was in foul trouble at, at certain points in, in this game as well. And so the ability for Jamichael Green to come in and, and have an impact, even though it's been a little hit or miss for Jamichael this season, uh, was important uh, as the Warriors wind up uh, winning this game. 888-957-9570. Uh, let's go ahead and hear from the head coach of the Warriors, Steve Kerr. We also have our hardest working player of the game. That's coming up here in just a few minutes as well. But uh, here is the head coach following another Warrior win. What clicked for the team over this last week or so, in your opinion? I think just a, a lot of grit, you know. Every one of these wins, it felt like it was marked by um, our team kind of getting over the hump, a lot of, you know, overcoming a lot of deficits, um, turning up the defense, and uh, grinding out games down the stretch, so it's been exciting to see our team, I think, turn a corner, but we still need to go out and, and win on the road, but this was a, a great homestand for us. You gave Kaminga, I think, 32 minutes. What did you see from him early and, and maybe what was based on matchup that, that you liked from him tonight? This uh, was one of his best games, and so was last night. I mean, he's making some strides. Offensively, I liked that he was going to the rim and cutting and finding his way there. I thought the play of the game was uh, Dante's uh, offensive board, and then J.K. cut behind the play and, and got the dunk. But, uh, you know, the more he can attack and use his athleticism, uh, offensively the better, and I think he's doing that. And then defensively, he's by far our best option on Ingram, and um, I thought he had a, a great game defensively. And So it was really it was fun to watch him play tonight. It's fun to see his development continue. Steve, you mentioned you now you have to go out and do it on the road. Um, based on the way you guys won these last five games, how encouraging, how encouraged do you feel about where you guys stand as you go on the road and what do you want to see? As you get out well, there. the defense has to hold up, and for whatever reason, that hasn't been the case. You know, our defense um, on the road all year has been bad, and it's been really good at home. But um, I think th- these last four or five games, it's been the best and most consistent uh, defense we've played, and uh, hopefully that that translates, and um, we'll, we'll give it a shot, see what happens. After that first quarter when they shot 67%, anything said or do you, is it just a matter of guys seeing it and going out there and doing it? 
It's just a matter of going out and doing it. I, I, I thought this was a game where we had to battle fatigue. We've just had uh, a lot of games, third and four nights. I thought Draymond's tank was pretty low. We had to just uh, gut it out and uh, find a way. I thought Jordan really did a great job down the stretch of running the team and, and finding open guys, getting us into our offense and, and uh, knocking down free throws. And then Clay obviously just took over. I mean, he had uh, some brilliant shots, including that, that gorgeous three from you know, 10 feet beyond the top of the three-point line. That was an incredible shot. And just the way he took over offensively and we were able to run everything through him those last few minutes was was fun to watch. Second straight night with Jordan taking 12 free throw attempts. How big is that for him and how much of an emphasis has that been for him lately? Yeah, uh, he's, he can get to the rim and um, draw fouls. It allows us to get our defense set, get some easy points, um, and it sets a good tone for us. You know, we're, we're not a team that shoots a ton of free throws, so if, uh, if Jordan can get there, um, it's, a, it's a big help. And, um, you know, we've got to continue to harp on that with him and with J.K. to, to try to get to the rim and, and um, play with that force. Ingram and McCollum, two three-level scorers, held them to 14 for 37 from the field. You mentioned that the defense is playing better. What, what specifically is it? Is it communication? Is it effort, connectedness, any tweaks you're making? I just think we're more attuned to what we're trying to do um, game plan-wise. Um, you know, early in the season, it just seemed like we, we couldn't um, – quite put it together and um, during this stretch we've we've been uh, much more locked in um, with with the game plan with the keys with um, you know the big picture of what we're trying to do each game and um, I think it makes some sense that it's happening now because it's the stretch run and a lot of our younger guys now have been through this and but that that's been a problem all year kind of you know being focused on exactly what we're trying to accomplish each night but also being able to execute the fundamentals that are necessary to, to accomplish that so it's starting to come together but we have to do it on the road first before we can uh, you know get too excited let's see what does it say about dante who hadn't made a shot all night and then huge three there uh three minutes to go in the game well, he's done that all year. He just he's he loves the big moments, and uh, doesn't matter if he's uh, been hot or or hasn't made a shot like tonight. He's he's ready for that that big one. And uh, between that shot and um, you know the the play that I mentioned, the offensive board with the pass to J.K., you know he he just continues to to make huge plays for us. Dante's been amazing. He's having an incredible year. Yeah, Clay hit the deep three to put the Warriors up 95-93, and then Dante DiVincenzo made it 98-94 with a three of his own. And then, yeah, the, the play of the night, and we'll hear more on that in, in just a second here. The, the play of the night was the offensive rebound off the pool three that looked like it was about three-quarters of the way down. Rims out, DiVincenzo's able to grab it, feed it to Kaminga, and uh, the Warriors went back up four at that point, and it was uh, enough to, to get the crowd into it and really, I think, propel the Warriors uh, to the win in this one, 108 to 99. But yeah, 8 at 8, 9, 5, 7, 95, 70. Grit, defense, overcoming deficits. Uh, Steve Kerr again reiterating what he said a bunch that, that he believes that, that the Warriors have turned a corner here, praising Jonathan Kaminga for being able to attack and I think Kaminga's fitting into the offense better because really all of his stuff should be uh, short drives transition 
cuts to the basket where the rest of the offensive flow allows him to get easy ones. And then, yeah, if teams are going to leave him open for a corner three or he gets the ball back after initially passing it in the context of the offense for an open three that has to be taken, then take that shot. Not just look to get out there on the perimeter and and cast off from three. Not just look to get the ball out on the perimeter and and look to put it on the deck and try and and drive by somebody from from out beyond the three-point arc. So I think Kaminga is really starting to fit into the offense a little bit better. What type of readjustment is there for Kaminga when Wiggins is back, when Curry is back? and the minutes are fewer for him, and the combinations are different. He's found some combinations to to play with here, and a little bit more freedom that comes with knowing that you're going to play every night that I think can can you know lead toward a shift here toward the, the positive, which has absolutely been the case. Xfinity Mobile text line uh, putting it well, saying Kaminga is growing before our eyes. Uh, the five one zero. The bench looks like they're coming along very well. The West better watch out. I'm telling you guys. Uh, I think the West is on notice officially when you look at what the Warriors have done to a bunch of the teams that they've been locked in the uh, Western Conference playoff and play in race here over the last few weeks. And then Clay Thompson taking it over. Big threes. Great defense. I mean, Clay really has had the opportunity to show out with Steph and Wiggins out. And he has delivered. I mean, playing in back-to-backs, setting the tone, leadership, rebounding. I mean, Klay Thompson has has done it all for the Warriors. And, I I mean, it's been tremendous. It's been necessary. And it's been one of the great storylines, the turnaround from Klay after he was so bad, uh, really the first month of the season, and then got progressively better uh, from November uh, to January, and then he's been just terrific, really, for the most part, since uh, the first of the year. And the Warriors have, have needed every bit of it here uh, to lead themselves now to this 34-30 and 30 record. Uh, let's get to uh, the hardest worker of the game, which is brought to you by AC Transit. Poole tries to penetrate, step back, takes a three off the dribble, popped out. DiVincenzo with a rebound to Kaminga for a dunk. Dante DiVincenzo snuck in for the backside and got the rebound. Warriors 100, Pelicans 96. And we're going to go co-hardest working players uh, for tonight, brought to you by AC Transit. I want to give Kaminga the nod first and foremost just for his effort in the 32 minutes and the plus 13 and the 19 points and and the energy and everything that he brought to, I thought at times, a a lifeless, uh, tired Warriors team, as as Steve Kerr had alluded to. So I think Kaminga's going to get the first nod and be the headliner as far as the hardest working player. But uh, that individual play with DiVincenzo ripping down that rebound and then finding Kaminga gets him an honorable mention nod for the hardest-working player players tonight on a Friday uh, of the game. Brought to you by AC Transit. Uh, AC Transit is looking for hard workers and offering a $2,000 bonus for new bus operators and journey-level mechanics to join their team. For complete details and to apply, visit actransit.org slash careers. That's actransit.org slash careers. John Dickinson back here on Warriors Wrap-Up. 
95-7 the game. 108-99 the final as the Warriors have won five in a row. They're 34-30. It's a new high water mark for them this season. 2-500. 18 games to go for the Dubs as uh, they now have eight of the next ten on the road. The 925 chiming in. The turning point, the true turning point, will be winning some road games. Uh, the 415 asking about Anthony Lamb. JD, did Anthony Lamb did Anthony Lamb just play his last game since the two-way cap is at 49? Tonight was his 49th game. Uh, he can play in a 50th game at, at, at any point. He is allowed to play one more game as a, a two-way player between now and the end of the regular season. I did think it was interesting to hear Steve Kerr before the game address the fact that that and it sounded like because the Warriors don't you know, he can play the 50th game and then beyond that he can't play for the remainder of the regular season or the playoffs unless he's signed into the uh, roster spot uh, the the 15th roster spot which is currently held by Lester Quinones who by the way Warriors had to sign him yesterday to a 10-day contract to expand the full ability for Lamb to play 50 and Ty Jerome to be able to play 50. Uh, that had been capped because they had an open 14th roster spot. So Lester Quinones gets that spot for now. And so he gets his 10 days, Quinones does, and then when his 10 days are up uh, at that point, and it looks like there could be some potential overlap there, uh, but it also sounded like you know, Quinones, when his 10 days are up, then the Warriors can make the decision on Lamb, or they can wait. Uh, they don't have to make a decision on Lamb right when he hits 50. They can just not play him until close to the end of the regular season or until they need him and then sign him at that point. Uh, so I don't think uh, anything's coming here in the next couple of days with, with Lamb, and obviously he can play Sunday if needed. But I thought it was interesting that Steve Kerr basically said when Steph comes back, he said it without saying it in the pregame press conference, Lamb is less needed. And when Wiggins comes back, Lamb is less needed. And I think we've seen Dante DiVincenzo play more three, which makes Lamb a little bit less needed and more of an insurance policy. I do think eventually, barring an injury to one of the guards, that Lamb is going to be the 15th guy. But I think the Warriors want to wait as long as they possibly can between now and the end of the regular season to add him to that that 15th slot. Uh, keeps the, the flexibility and the options open if there is some kind of an injury. Uh, and so I think, and it sounds like maybe if Steph is back in L.A. on Sunday, maybe they start to to go with Anthony Lamb inactive, needing one less shooter as well because you're getting the greatest shooter in the history of the game coming back and, and starting uh, as the point guard uh, against the Lakers if everything goes according to plan. So stay tuned, uh, but Lamb does have one more game remaining among the games that that he is eligible to play as a two-way player before he would have to be converted. Before we hear from Clay Thompson, let's go ahead and pause for our ID here at the top of the 11 o'clock hour. You're listening to 95.7 The Game, KGMZ-FM in HD1 San Francisco. Always live on Twitch, YouTube, and the free Odyssey app. All right, thanks to Steve Kerr there. John Dickinson back inside Chase Center here on Warriors Wrap-Up, the 415 on the Xfinity Mobile text line. Yeah, Kaminga, the 415 writes, is going to get some run when Lamb sits. I think Kaminga and DiVincenzo both are going to try to, to – uh, uh, an enhanced role for DiVincenzo compared to the, the time that, 
that when Steph and they've had the full guard complement. And uh, I think you know, we'll see uh, Kaminga. I know Steve Kerr's also said he really likes Kaminga and Lamb being on the floor together. But tonight it was more Kaminga, the finisher for the Warriors uh, in, in this game, part of the closing lineup with DiVincenzo and Clay and Draymond Green before he ended up fouling out uh, of the game as well uh, in in the ball game tonight. So yeah, that uh, was an option. He he finished over Looney until Draymond wound up fouling out uh, of the game uh, in this one. Warriors get the win. Uh, Second time, quick note here, that the Warriors since 2014-15 have gone undefeated in a five-game homestand. That, uh, according to Elias, the last time back in December of 2015. Since then, the Warriors have had seven five-game homestands. Now, we're talking five-game homestands specifically in each of the other five, the Warriors went 4-1. and one. It looked like maybe that was going to be on the table tonight, but the Warriors able to rally and complete the sweep of the five-game homestand to get their fifth straight win and improve now to 34-30. and 30. Let's go ahead and hear from Clay Thompson, one of the heroes of tonight and one of the heroes of the homestand and really the last two months for the Warriors as Clay addressed the media downstairs here at Chase Center. Clay, Steve says that he felt he feels that you guys have turned a corner over the past five games. Do you agree with that? Yeah, I think so. I think guys are figuring out their roles, and I think we're in great condition, and we're just having fun above all. And uh, I'm having fun, and I'm sure the whole squad is as well. How do you take that on the road? Because you guys have had a pretty yeah. drastic drop-off when you're not here. Uh, you just realize how important all these games are from here on out. You know, we want to – we would like to – we aspire to have home court. That's – especially in the first round. So it's a great challenge and it's really out there for us to take. And we just got to embrace it. I mean, you only have 17 regular season games. Though. It's, it's insane. What about so fast? Clay, how confident are you that you guys can take this defense on the road with you uh, on these next three games? Very confident. I just know uh, that we've been trusting each other more and talking. Our communication's been great. And uh, we got some great defenders. So I'm very confident that uh, we'll have the same effort on the road. And what did you guys? I asked JK this, but what did you try to? What do you try to do against a guy like Bi uh, and yeah. defensively? Oh, you try and get into his body because he's so long. Uh, he's going to get to his spots, but you just got to try and be physical with a player like Brandon. And you have to understand he's going to score, but you just want to make it as difficult and tiresome as possible. Clay, you've had to carry this team offensively in stretches during this win streak. Jordan did it last night, but to see that the bench outscored New Orleans's bench. 46 to 29 tonight. And what does that say to you? Wow, our bench has come so far, and um, these guys have been sticking with it. I mean, Jermichael Green, what a great minutes he gave us tonight. Like three block shots, finishing at the rim. Our bench has really improved, and as we get whole again, it's just going to pay off so, so much down the stretch. What does it say about this team that you guys have been able to take care of business without Steph and Andrew Wiggins and climb a few spots in the standings with steps return imminent i think it says that we're very talented and uh our system allows us to all be ourselves like i said our depth has always been a strength and it just reveals that we have very talented players on this team and hard workers uh jonathan Kaminga said that uh chemistry is is one of the reasons why you guys have been able to turn a corner defensively is that something that you see has, has been a key for you guys absolutely i think uh just being tight on rotations and trusting each other and playing for one another is when we're at our best. Hey, Clay, uh, Steph said he's expecting to come back on Sunday. You know, Gary's back to practicing, you know, individually, and uh, hopefully Wiggins is back soon. What's it just like knowing that there's reinforcements coming and you guys are playing at a high level right now? It's exciting. Uh, 
No time to relax, though, just because Steph's coming back. We can't slouch our shoulders and expect him to save us. We got to keep playing with the same mindset and the same effort, and uh, it'll just make us that much better. But, I mean, we're all so excited to get our guys back. Clay, you guys obviously have been great in the third quarter and the second half these last few games. But do you think going on the road, a fast start is even more important? It's important, but uh, it's the NBA. We're going to play some great teams. We're going to go on their runs. It's about withstanding those runs. Like tonight, we got down 15. We uh, didn't panic. It's not ideal, but if it happens, I mean, we've shown we're capable of coming back. Yeah, the Warriors have been capable of coming back, but they have not been capable of coming back at the level that they have been at home on the road. And the defense, as Steve Kerr mentioned, has been atrocious really all year. It's been a tale of two teams uh, home and away. The, the defense has been much better. They were allowing 100 points per game on the homestand, 99 tonight for the Pelicans in this one after the 35 in the first quarter. That's all the more impressive because you look at that, the Warriors 64 over the final three quarters tonight. That's excellent defense over the final three quarters on the second of a back-to-back. And and the effort level, the care level, the intensity level, the focus, uh, the game plan specific stuff as well, which I think has been a big key as to why the Warriors have been better defensively. All of that is going to have to be locked in at a much higher level than it's been throughout the five games of this homestand, even with Steph coming back, because as we've talked about a lot, and we're going to talk about tomorrow on Warriors this week, uh, for whatever reason, the pieces just haven't fit together as well as consistently with roles when Steph has been in the fold and when the Warriors have basically had close to their full team. It's been harder for Steve Kerr to carve out a rotation with the the projected top eight or top nine than it has been when he's had fewer players available and and this team has has been forced into to grind mode uh, on a game in game out basis for these games that they've played uh, at Chase Center. All right, that'll do it for tonight. Uh, great stuff. Quick turnaround. Back at it again. Warriors this week. Join me and Whitey Gleason tomorrow, 10 a.m. until 1 here on 95.7 The Game as we'll be continuing the conversation about the Warriors as they hit the road for eight of the next 10. Now winners of five in a row and 34 and 30, which is good enough for the five seed right now in the Western Conference. Thanks to everybody in our San Francisco studios, as always highlighted by Sterling Bennett. Uh, I'm John Dickinson. Warriors get the job done tonight, 108-99, the final as they do it and come from behind fashion. And you heard it all right here on 95.7 The Game. We'll talk to you Sunday morning for Warriors Live at 1130. Warriors and the Lakers from down in Southern California. And you'll hear it all right here on 95.7 The Game. Good night. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. T-Mobile.com. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. 
Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.